Hello everyone, uh, my name is Phil Friend and I'd like to welcome you to this latest edition of Gear Gadgets and Gizmos and with me today is Hazel Dudley, well not really with me, we're virtually together. Um, now Hazel um, is one of the panel members of the uh, Research Institute for Disabled Consumers um, and has, is doing sterling work in ensuring that the services that people get are suitable, particularly for her in terms of her uh, blindness so she's been traveling all over on buses and stuff like that to make them more accessible to people hello hazel good morning to you phil now there we are now i want to share before we start this conversation properly i want to share a little piece of information about hazel which i didn't know which is hazel's been blind since she was seven totally blind but she has four or five thousand photographs which she has taken <laughs> on her iPad and her iPhone. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think I've ever met a blind photographer before. So this is a first. Now, Hazel, how did this come about? What, what on earth made you want to do this, um, given well, you can't see? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm not the only blind photographer, which is a blessing. Um, <laughs> the, so that's something of interest. I'm interested because I've been to a lot of places. I like to travel the world, but I cruise a lot. I mean, in right. normal times, normal times, mm. uh, whatever they are. And of course, when you go traveling, you see a lot of interesting places and you think, well, I mean, all right, memories are great because you can always remember what you did at places, but unless, unless you keep up a journal. Yep. So I decided a long time ago that I would I would have pictures, either have pictures taken or take them, try to take some myself. And uh, I, when I discovered, certainly with the iPhone, with the advent of the iPhone, how easy it was. And now it's especially easy because the, the camera, even a regular camera, will give you um, indications of tilt left, tilt right, and then it will say level. And so you realize you've got your shot in, in you know, your level to take the shot that you want. Um, I've also had a lot of help as well, because I've got a book that I actually had to get from America, um, written by a blind um, photographer um, called Judy Dixon. She loves to take photographs and she gives you all sorts of tips. And what she does as well is puts at, at the end of, certainly on the first chapter, she's taken photos, she tells you what they are, what her thought process of taking them was, and then somebody who can see looks at them and gives a critique on them, and she tells you about that as well. So Now, you were, you were saying to me, Hazel, that with the latest upgrade of, of the iPhone to iOS 14, for those technically minded, that may be of interest to you. Here is a woman who can't see on a Zoom call with me, who then tells me that I'm sitting in a room with a bookcase in it. Now, this is because of the upgrade to the iPhone. Tell me what that's doing for you, Hazel. What it's doing is, um, for, certainly for photographs, if I look at my photographs, it will tell me uh, that my friend recently took a picture. She was out on a walk and she sent me a picture. It was um, of a... Um, a beach hut and it was extremely colorful so i i looked at this picture and it said it didn't say beach hut it said house i think it said it said an orange house with a blue door and and it had red flowers by it 
it's taken audio description to a new level, hasn't it? It's it's providing oh, it, it as on photos. And yes. and you you clearly use this an awful lot for general I use, do. but obviously you use it for your own photographs. Yes, 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 I do. The screenshot that you see here on my Zoom is of my garden outside. Um, mm-hmm. And it's got, it, I did not know this, actually. I took a, I was sitting outside one day in the spring and I thought, oh, it's so peaceful. Let me take a photograph. And I put a post on Facebook, like, like you do, mm-hmm. uh, saying how wonderful to be outside. And somebody said to me, wow, do you know what? That's got a rainbow by it or on it, by, <laughs> just by the grass. I can tell the, 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 the listeners that I, I have seen this photograph and there is, as Hazel says, a, a rainbow in it. It's a sort of halo. And what's even more remarkable about this is that it kind of sits around her head. It makes her look very angelic. She's <laughs> <laughs> more rather lovely. Now, Hazel, that's brilliant. Now, I, you did share with me that you used to work. You're retired now, um, so you're a woman of leisure. Um, <laughs> and, and you used to be in the civil service as a, as a typist. But... Um, the three things we're going to talk, I mean, the iPhone, you, we, we'll give you that as a bonus, really. But the, one of the things you were talking to me about first was, was a microwave. You wanted to talk about your, your things are a bit kitcheny, which is very useful because um, we all have kitchens. We all have to operate in them. So tell me a bit about this microwave. Well, I've got a microwave. It, it, you can get talking microwaves, which might be useful to some people. But because I've been blind for so long, um, I don't need a microwave to tell me that the door's shut when I've just right. shut it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's got one of these, um, and it's a knob, you turn it yourself, and then you turn it so that it's um, lying down, horizontal, as it were. Yes. Um, you can sort of tell how long you're leaving it on for, or roughly how long. And it's, it's only rough, because it's only a microwave, you're only heating stuff up. And then mm. if, you, if you want to stop it, well, of course, you just open the door and uh okay and you use it mechanically it's a it's not a in that sense it's mechanical you're using a proper yeah. knob to turn and so on i yeah. do yeah yeah now what's what's a lot more snazzy than the basic microwave is of course um the coffee thing that you have Ooh, yes indeed yeah coffee machine i told you she was a woman of leisure you see she spends her entire <laughs> life <laughs> drinking coffee and cruising around the world tell me I about wish. your coffee maker what, what what's um, that do um, it's um, a Tesimo coffee maker and a right. chocolate maker as well, hot chocolate we do. And it does, it's got these little pods. Um, you can buy the pods. They're, it works out about 50p a cup of drink, whatever you're having. You can do tea as well, but I don't do tea. Um, you, you get this little pod and you put it in, put it in the top mm-hmm. of sort of like the nozzle of the machine. Yeah. And um, uh, on the side of it, there's a like a little drawer, a, a deep drawer that you pull out and you put water in there. And um, you just put the drawer back, with, obviously with the water in, put the cup under the nose of the machine and just press a button and hey-ho, you've got really strong um, coffee. You're putting cold water in, are you? On, in the... Yes, yes, yeah. you are. That is yeah. the, that and is how, do you, how do you know when it's full? Do you just simply leave your finger in it while you fill it or how do you...? The drawer. No, it's got a line. Yes, I do, because it's got a line on it. And you ah, just, okay. 
it's I mean it's, it's an urban tactile line so you just put it up there till it to you and you actually get you can get two cups out of it right and you learn that you get a little bit of water residue afterwards but you 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 learn as you use it and it's very easy to use yes there's only one button you press yeah, there's only yeah, one button only to one press button. to turn it yeah yeah you can, you can hear it start to uh, come on it clicks and then all of a sudden it makes the noise you know like they like you do in the in the cafeterias yes like Starbucks coffee or something and yes. then all of a sudden you, you you smell the coffee which is wonderful and you um <laughs> you hear it pour out and it doesn't overflow and do you have a feel for the price for this if if some of our listeners wanted to buy one what sort of think, money are we talking I about? I think they're only about £30. I'm sure they right. look on Amazon. I'll put the links on the website for everybody to find the things and so on. Um, and you were saying that the actual pods themselves, what do they cost? Well, they cost about £4 for a, £4 for a box of, I think it's 16 Oh, okay. Okay. So that's reasonably yeah, that's good too, isn't it? You yeah, can get yeah. coffee and chocolate. You can even get tea, I believe, but I don't do tea in that. Okay. So we've got the microwave, which is a very basic mechanical affair. It doesn't rely on any electrics other than to heat the thing up, obviously, but you turn knobs and they're very easy to use. Then we've got the Tessimo coffee maker, which is a very modern appliance, but not overly expensive that makes your coffee for you. And then yeah. we've got this device that you told me about called the One Cup. Yes. No, I've got no idea who makes it. Somebody bought it for me. Um, right. But I broke my arm. Well, one of the one time when I broke my arm, I've broken that many things. But anyway, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't use. Um, I couldn't pour out. I had a kettle at the time, but I couldn't pour a cup of tea out or a cup of water or whatever I couldn't do it especially if it was boiling so they bought me this one cup and the one cup is much the same really as the um as the coffee maker thing I was talking about because right uh, you you all you do and you it's slightly different because what you do you take a cup of cold water I pour it into a jug then because right. it's if you what I'd like to do, and I have tried to do it, and believe me, it's messy. Um, is pour the cup of water straight into the into the um, one cup machine. Yes, it's like a kettle thing. But I'm so messy that it, no, no, it overflowed, and I thought, well, what's, where's the point in that? So I pour it into a jug, which has obviously got a narrower lip, so you it yes, just, you can pour it in e more easily. So you do that. Then you put your cup under the nose of the machine. You um, put a tea bag in there, press the button on the top, and hey ho, you get a cup of tea. And it, again, it pours it out for you. And it's the only thing is about it is it is very it's very touchy about the amount of water you have in. I think um, if you put too little in, then the machine will will stop and think you haven't got enough water in me <laughs> so you've got to have just the right amount of water but it, again it's a it's a thing of once you know how to use it it's it's easy yes and if you're as you rightly said earlier you're measuring out the amount of water you need and putting it into the machine um then obviously it's not going to worry because you put the right amount in um yeah. what's the advantage over that hazel say to an ordinary using an ordinary electric kettle well 
A, you're, when you're pouring water into your teacup on, from an electric kettle, it's boiling hot water. Um, yes. For me, and I've been blind for many, many years, um, it, you know, I could misjudge it. So you could end up hurt. <laughs> yes. Or, so it, it, it's a lot safer, isn't it? Yes. The other, the other thing that strikes me about it is that you're only using the amount of water you need. So you're not boiling more water than you require, that, are you? Of course, it is. Uh, yes, that's another aspect. It's, yes, it's yeah. So you're saving electricity and whatever and else. Water. So it sounds like an all round. And again, this was bought for you, so you don't. We don't have a price, but I'll certainly find no. that out. I don't think these things are very expensive either. And I from a blind person's point of view, it sounds much prefer more preferable than a than a kettle. Well, yes, because I mean, you can. I mean, you know, it's 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 just far safer. Okay, now in my pre conversation with Hazel, we're just going to wrap this up with something that she told me, which I find fascinating, and she's got a name called the Queen of the Optican, <laughs> and. This is a device. I'm going to let Hazel describe this. This is no longer available, but it's one of the very earliest uh, pieces of equipment that liberated a lot of blind people because, as Hazel will explain to us, um, but it's no longer made, but she's cornered the market on them, so she's got every available spare. And so, But, Hazel, what, was it, what did this thing do that was so remarkable back, back when you first came across it? When was that, 1970-something or...? 1977, uh, I, that was my, on the 5th of September, that was when I first Ooh, memorable had started date. lessons with mine. Um, yeah. It was invented um, by um, a gentleman in, in America, of course, um, for his daughter in the early 70s because she needed to read print. And um, this piece of equipment um, enables a blind person at great, stress cost hard work and everything else to read print mm -hmm. um now it is difficult because um you have to be very reasonable at braille because obviously part of it is reading skills grammar skills language skills um the best way i can describe it is the way the way i always used to is it's about the size of a cassette tape recorder uh, cost, uh whoever remembers cassettes um it weighs about four pounds i think and it's got a um, attached by a cable a little handheld camera right and it literally is a handheld camera it's got two little lights on it and with your right hand you put the you put the camera to the book or newspaper or whatever you might be reading and you you gently run it along the line of print with your right hand and with your left hand you put it on the body of the equipment there's a little finger pad there and as you run your camera over the print the letters come up in little pinpricks underneath your finger so basically this is an incredibly early version of what we would now talk about in terms of scanners um although it's doing something more than that but a scanner would 
capture by camera letters and text and so on and so forth. But the opticon's doing it and converting it into braille under your fingers. So you're it's not feeling actual the, braille. No, no, it isn't. It's braille. just that, the shape of the letter, it's, it's is the it? The shape of the printed letter in a tattoo. Right, right, right. <laughs> Can I just say that the opticon, in lots of ways, is one of the ways in which. I think that that first started me off with photographs. The love of my life is a Liverpool football club. Uh And um, (laughs) uh, I got a book, a a great big book about them, about, you know, their history. And it had pictures in it. And, Mm. you know, pictures often have captions underneath them. They do, yeah. So I would read these captions and I'd think, isn't it great that I can now know what this picture is i know what it is because it's telling me what it is you know because of the caption well now i've actually got pictures of anfield on my phone and the reason is because because in normal 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 times i spend half my life there because i go up there i'm a season ticket holder i go in and i go in first because i like to be first at everything (laughs) and we see player ex-players ex-managers we see them as they come in, me and my, uh, the couple of friends that I've made, and they go, uh, uh, as soon as they see them, we go, oh, come over here. We know somebody that like a photo with you. I'll, I'll share a little secret with you. Um, my eldest son is also a season ticket holder at Liverpool. You and he, who knows? You might even run into we each other without even knowing. You m- the number of people that have said to me on trains, we always see you, we always do. Well, I'll ask my son to keep his eye open for this strange woman who wanders about taking photos, but she's got a guide dog. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd be able to spot you. <laughs> Hazel, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. And um, I'm, um, I'm sure our listeners will find what you've been saying really, really interesting and, and ultimately so. uh, helpful. So thank you so much. It's been great talking with you. You're welcome. God bless you. If you've got some gadgets or things that you use to overcome the difficulties that your disability may cause, please let me know and maybe we can arrange for you to appear on the show. My email address is brinkburn at gmail.com or you can contact me via the Research Institute for Disabled Consumers at www.ridc.org.uk. And thanks for listening.